Let me make sure that my mic is good to my face. Ugly face. This is the Morning Dota Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast. We are coming to you on a very rainy Sunday afternoon. I am Carlos and with me as always are my awesome co-hosts, Danny and Juan. What is up? Hello, hello. What's up? How are you guys doing? Going on, guys? staying dry out there? Doing, it's, it's raining pretty bad. Man, it's windy. storming. <laughs> Luckily, it's uh, it stopped now, so you, you shouldn't hear any uh, any uh, storm feedback sounds. But um, it was coming down pretty hard earlier. I, I heard a huge thunderbolt that must have hit really close because a bunch of car alarms went off and stuff in my house uh, literally shook like some of the picture frames on my wall shook. It was crazy. <laughs> it's been a while since we had this kind of storm here. I yeah, yeah. But it, it was pretty quick. It passed through. But uh, today... Oh, go ahead. I Sorry. I was going to say, I wonder if it blew away those uh, that little tree you got growing inside of your house. Who, me? Yeah. First of all, it's By not a porch. tree. It's a plant. And it's growing freely. <laughs> <laughs> a little po- poison ivy tree no 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 it's not poisonous i tucked i didn't check but i'm sure it's fine <laughs> so anyway uh today we are going to get into uh our pal henry cavill aka superman aka the witcher uh building a gaming pc that was fun uh we're gonna touch on some gaming news it looks like a uh, playstation has this trend of or sony i would i should say is having this trend of releasing playstation exclusives on pc which has been pretty cool um, and also the this uh, Ubisoft event last week. It is Ubisoft, not Ubisoft. And uh, we'll uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff they revealed. <laughs> um, and uh, we got a review for uh, the Old Guard. So it's a movie we talked about last week that released last week, but uh, we were a little late to watch it. Um, but we all watched it this week, and uh, we'll give you guys our thoughts on that flick. But first, I want to start off with a interesting theory that i heard about the new mutants and let me know if you guys have heard this at all uh but the new mutants cast is going to be doing a virtual panel at comic-con this year and if for those of you that don't know comic-con is being held virtually on july 23rd so that's coming up in just less than a week from right now and they announced that the new mutants are going to have a panel so Mm. what i was thinking is that the reason they're doing this because number this is a movie that's been you know, it was a Fox property. It, it, it existed in the Fox X-Men universe. And it's been pushed back so many times. It was supposed to release, I think, like two to three years ago at this point now. And now they're doing a panel at Comic-Con. So what that's telling me, and let me know what you guys think, is that maybe they're going to actually do this panel and then announce that it's going to be coming immediately to streaming, either Disney Plus or Hulu, because it might be a little bit too horror movie-ish for uh for disney plus specifically but they could dump it on hulu uh what do you guys think about that that's a interesting theory I, yeah it, it sounds feasible it sounds plausible too I, yeah I right i mean <clears throat> do you, you don't think that maybe they're gonna give us some more news besides i mean i don't i don't know i mean yeah it, it, i could see them dumping it on hulu like you said because disney plus is very pg i guess you could say but I wonder if they're going to give us any more news other than that, or is it just like a one and done and they're going to just release it on streaming and then just be done with it and, you know, buried pretty much. Yeah, it it could be that, but I don't think so. Because like what more new news can you have? Like this is a movie that was filmed like three years ago 
And, you know, it's just on <laughs> all these different circumstances where, you know, Fox kept pushing it back and then Disney bought Fox and now they're like, okay, what do we do with this movie? And so <laughs> I don't know if there's anything new to really say. Um, so that's kind of where I was thinking, like, th- maybe they're, they're, this has to be like where maybe they announced that it's going to be available right away. Kind of like the way they did with, um, what was that movie? It was one of the Cloverfield movies. Was it Cloverfield Paradox where they they had the big Super Bowl ad and it was available to stream that same evening. So yeah. I'm thinking maybe they can do something like that as well. Where like, hey, you know, this movie's <laughs> this movie's been tossed around and kicked down the street so often or so many times in the past. Uh, we're finally, you know, giving it to you on on streaming and, and you know, here it is. So, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, I, I, yeah, you could be right. I don't know. I just, I, it would, doesn't make sense to have a, a virtual panel to do it unless they're going to, you know, tease something else along with it. I don't know. Maybe some of the characters are going to stick around or something like that. Right. You know? Right. But it, it could, it really depends. I've never seen them do anything like that in the past. Anyone for that matter, where they have yeah. a, a panel with all the, the cast and then immediately make a big announcement like that. But you know, n- nothing is normal at the moment. So that could be exactly what they're doing. And that's why they're bringing the whole cast together for this virtual panel to talk about the movie. And then at the very end, bam, here it's coming out. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll know in a few days. And um, I we're going to probably uh, have some news on Comic-Con in general next week for the new for the next episode. Um, so I'm sure that'll be one of the topics. And uh, so tune in next week for that if you're interested in uh, what's uh, what's happening with this new virtual comic-con that everyone can actually attend uh virtually uh which is pretty cool this will officially be my first ever comic-con like official san diego comic-con <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say i finally get to go yeah exactly it's like woo, it's our first time <laughs> i wonder if we're we gonna get any badges i want a badge i know i want a badge and i want some swag i want a little bag to carry stuff around so yeah, right <laughs> get, get that lanyard and everything you know, absolutely nine yards absolutely but yeah we'll see <laughs> Let's see what happens. Uh, it'll be our first, all of us, it'll be our first experience uh, with Comic-Con, but digitally. Uh, moving into uh, our pal Superman, a.k.a. The Witcher, uh, building a gaming PC. Did you guys see this video? Yes. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> what did you guys think? I know you two are currently uh, in the process of of starting a, a project to build your own gaming PCs. So seeing this now, what, what, what did you think? Well, I don't know if I can, you know, match his match the video that he made you well, know obviously with his physique not. and all that you know <clears throat> so i'll probably have to get in a little bit of shape to you know <laughs> match you up want, to his if you want to put it online stature. if you want to live stream yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah no but i thought it was pretty cool it was a funny video yeah, was- you know had some good music some barry white you know yeah. playing in the background you know he had his gopro on it, it was a good video i enjoyed it very much it was it was fun to see uh-huh. same here it was it was funny i like the, i like the soundtrack he had and like yeah, the way he it was switched good. it up when he was when he was swapping out when he was inserting the CPU, yeah, um, <laughs> the processor. Had, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can, you, was, yeah, you can tell he's a noob because he was at building anyway. But he was reading all the directions, the manuals. He had everything out, and then um, he did manage to uh, appear to put his uh, CPU fan upside down. But I think Carlos said that you had mentioned that he could have easily flipped it over without. Right. To take it apart again yeah that's one of those it's one of those small details right where you know it's clear that henry cap well henry it's pretty known that he's um he's into you know pc gaming but this is clearly his first time ever building one and you know it was cool that he 
showed himself reading the instructions and he could have all easily just edited all that stuff out and said no i just you know i just jumped in and did it but no he's, he's reading the instructions for the motherboard and you know how how stuff goes in he put the cpu in wrong i think like two or three times and so it, so it took him a couple of tries and and of course you know if you've done it in the past you would know that the cpu has like this little triangle on the corner and there's the same little triangle on the motherboard and you just have to line those up so you know which corner goes where um but you know the fact that he was kind of figuring all that out on his own was kind of cool and with the cpu cooler you know it has a digital it's the, the one he's using is a um uh what's the model number it's a it's a nzxt kraken z73 cpu cooler it's got a digital mm -hmm. display on it that has a bunch of information that you can put whatever you want he puts it on upside down and like you said he took it apart to fix it but he didn't realize that because it's a digital display you can actually go into nzxt's software and just flip it yourself uh <laughs> digitally in software because it's a, it's a screen and you can flip it around um and you know again one of those small details where he didn't know that that was a feature of that cooler he took the whole thing apart and, so it was kind of cool yeah it's, um, it's like a five minute video but i think it, he said it took him several hours so oh i'm he, sure he yeah a, yeah he uh, even showed in his video how he ran out of uh storage uh in his uh in his gopro like his recording he called it yeah. hard drive space which i thought was funny too but he was referring yeah. to his uh his camera running out of uh, uh space to keep recording you know what i'd be interested in seeing though is his cable management how he handled that it looked good because they showed his cable <laughs> yeah, management on good. the back end it looked super clean probably better than what a lot of i i think it looked better even than mine my cable management's pretty good um i think his, his looked more clean than mine did even so it was pretty good yeah. uh but speaking of the parts um he's got a pretty good uh, rig that he built he built a amd machine and there's an article here from tech radar that actually broke down his um his parts list which is kind of cool and I'll, I'll link this in the show notes if you guys want to go check out the the article but for the cpu he's rocking uh, amd ryzen 9 3900x which is uh, a 12 core 24 thread processor very good mm -hmm. he's got a asus rog crosshair motherboard he's using uh, g skill trident z 32 gigabytes of ram for his uh, memory actually the exact same kit that i use personally uh, his graphics card's a pretty beastly one he's got an asus geforce rtx 2080 ti uh, which is uh, pretty much the best graphics card you can get for mm. gaming you know there's obviously other graphics cards that are designed for uh graphic design and stuff like that that are more expensive but in terms of gaming that's pretty much uh cream of the crop right there uh, and we talked about the cooler that he uses. He uses uh, he's using an NZXT Kraken Z73, which is a 360 millimeter all-in-one liquid cooler. It's got a cool little display on it that lets you show uh, the temperatures of your computer. You could even put um, little uh, animated GIFs on it if you want to. So it's kind of a cool uh, cooler that you can do whatever you want with. Uh, he went with dual. I think he had two different uh, two Samsung M.2 drives for his storage using a Seasonic Prime TX-1000 for his power supply. And uh, he's got a Razer Huntsman Elite for his keyboard and a SteelSeries Arctic Pro Wireless for his headset. So this guy's ready to go. He's got everything he needs uh, to, st to start gaming, which is, which is pretty cool. 
Did, did they any, anybody price that out like on PC, PC parts builder or anything no, like that? No, you know what? They have it individually priced here on this article that I'm that I that I'm talking about here. They have every single price listed for for the processor itself, for everything from uh, and it's from multiple uh vendors. They have a list from Amazon and from Newegg as well as Walmart. So all if you wanted to piece all of these piece, uh, pieces together, you could do that. Oh, sorry, I forgot to mention the case that he's using. It's a fractal uh, fractal design define seven case so that's the actual chassis that he's using for the for the pc itself so they okay. have them all individually priced here but they don't have a, a total so i'm gonna total yeah. these so, up really quick so how much your your cpu is what the 3950 yeah so i have the 3950x which is one step above the one he used he used he's using the 3900x so, which is again a 12, 12 core, 24 thread. Mine is a 16 core, 32 thread. Um, so just a little bit more powerful. And again, my, my machine is also a, a workstation for my photo edits. So that's why I went with a more powerful CPU so that I can also do uh, more stuff as far as like production goes. Um, cause I, I don't, cause my computer is not just for gaming. If anything, it's more for, uh, photo editing than it is gaming, but it does both. So, which is cool. Yeah, that's that's the dilemma I have right now of which CPU to go with because I'm I'm kind of torn on if I want to do just gaming on it or if I want to do some potentially down the road video editing or stuff like that. So I mean, it's gonna it's gonna take me a couple months to at least get all the parts together, do the build. You know, I'm hoping maybe we can if Danny gets all his parts too at the same time, maybe we can do a you know small YouTube video or something, post that. You know, give some give some feedback and you know show people what we're doing yeah danny what have you been doing with your uh build like what have you what's your goal with yours the um gaming and vr and video editing i mean i I, the last machine i built was probably three years ago so it's been a while since i built you know i've actually built the rig um but this one will be for gaming vr mainly vr and video editing and uh, sweet so you got the vr bug after our after our talk about it right (laughs) yeah yeah i've been i've been looking at it and like uh, other priorities kind of kept me from focusing on that. But now I think I got the bug to start building again. So. Yeah, man, it's fun. It's fun. I, like my, oh, my, yeah. my machine is was built uh, towards the end of last year. So it, I've had it for less than a year as well. And that's actually the first custom PC I ever made. I've always um, bought PCs and, and like upgraded them, you know, take them apart, maybe swap out the drive and things like that. But as far as making one completely, that's the first time myself as well. And that was uh, that was pretty recent. Um, so I just really quickly did a sum on the parts here for Henry Cavill's build, uh, and including the monitor, cause he also includes the monitor in this parts list. Uh, it came out to 24, uh, about 2450 for, uh, for his machine. That's not bad. Yeah. It's actually Sounds not bad. Cons- actually, you know, hold on. I'm sorry. No, no, no. The, the graphics card is not part of, is not listed in the price list here. So hold on. So that graphics card. Oh, is, yeah, that's good. It's probably at least a $1,200 graphics card. Oh, yeah. So here, let me look. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a real quick, for whatever reason, that graphics card was not it was not in the list it. here. All right, let's check out this graphics card on Amazon. It is $1,499. So that brings the total bill to $3,900. So, <laughs> so it's a pretty beastly machine. <laughs> that's, not even, that's not even including a monitor, right? Yeah, that, that's including the monitor. the monitor. Yeah, that's including okay. the monitor. It's it's in the parts list. The monitor is a Asus uh, ROG Swift 27-inch gaming monitor, um, which is, that's about a $600 monitor. So it's 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 definitely more on the expensive side. 
Um, power supply. I don't see a power supply in there. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have. Well, the power supply is listed, but the parts one, it's not listed in the parts. So he's got a Seasonic Prime TX1000. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah, the 1000. Okay. Let's oh, see here. Let's see what this bad boy costs. All right. See y'all buying out on Amazon. $8.99. There's no way. You can definitely get it cheaper than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On Amazon, yeah. it's showing $8.99 for that power supply. It is a titanium power supply, which is the one of the top uh, as far as like power efficiencies. The, the higher the efficiency of your power supply, the more expensive it is. So it, it may not be that far off. But yeah, this thing is showing that it's $900. Bucks. So uh, with the power supply, let's just say it's probably around $4,500 for this whole build. Give or, give oh. or take. Far less than a than a Mac Pro. Oh my God! Yeah, exactly right. That's, that's the whole thing. That's that's the reason why I, I went with the PC one in general, right? Because right. my build as a whole, because I have a lot of these same components, but but I don't have a 2080 Ti. I have a 2080 Super, which is half the price, and it's still a really good uh, graphics card. And uh, my whole rig was probably around 2,500 total, not including the monitor because I already had a monitor, but just the machine itself was about that, um, and. Again, you know, I could I would have paid more for just a MacBook that does. Oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, what Mac, I mean? like just a lap a Mac laptop. The MacBook Pro is is about that price. Actually, yeah, exactly. More. Maybe more. Like I think the when I, I I bought a MacBook Pro back in like 2018, which I ended up selling when I built this machine. But that was like a twenty six hundred dollar uh, yeah. laptop, and it it does nowhere near as much as as this rig does. So it's kind of a no brainer when you look at price to performance. So weren't were any of those parts Logitech parts? Because if, if I'm not mistaken, was I, I thought I saw the the Logitech logo in the video. So I wonder if it was sponsored. I think he was on a Logitech camera when he was streaming because you saw the logo okay. on the corner, right? I, I, yeah. I I'm, not, I'm just guessing because I saw the same thing that you're talking about. So I don't know, right? I don't know if that was some kind of partnership or maybe Logitech just watermarks the the video automatically. I'm not really sure how that works. Okay. Um, but I did find it interesting that he shows all of his parts on the table before he starts building and he blurs out all of the logos. So yeah. I'm wondering yeah. I noticed that. why he did that. Like, is it something where, you know, maybe he just didn't want to get into any kind of disputes with any kind of company or, or whatever the case, who knows, right? Maybe it was just like, Hey, let's just blur out to avoid any potential, uh, any potential conflicts with any of these companies. Yeah. But Oh yeah, all of them, all of the brands were blurred were blurred out, but you can see the model number, so you can clearly still see what it is. It was just like the official logos where you couldn't see them. Really interesting. But yeah. good on you, Superman. Good on you. <laughs> well, hopefully, me and Danny can you know get our flexes up and yeah. make our own little video. Down you got to wear tank tops. You got to wear tank tops, and you got to start flexing every time <laughs> you're uh, you flip the machine over. <laughs> hey, we we we, we want to gain viewers, not lose viewers and hey, listeners. Very right? true. Very very true. <laughs> speaking of gaming though we have um we had some new uh some su something that's been happening it's been kind of a trend with sony where they've been releasing some of their ps4 exclusive titles uh on pc so uh just last week or just earlier this week uh they released uh death stranding which uh, i was able to pick up and release this past tuesday uh, what in a, a, a it's a very strange game story wise like it's such a weird game it comes from uh, the same maker that made all of the uh, Metal Gear Solid games and uh, it, the the game itself looks incredible it's such a beautiful game but uh, it's a it's a very strange story I'm not even going to attempt to explain it because I don't even fully understand it I just started playing it um, mm. but 
on that same subject, they're also doing the same thing with Horizon Zero Dawn, which has been a, a PS4 exclusive for a while now. And that's coming out on PC in a few weeks here on August 7th. Um, so I don't know. What, I don't have any any I, I haven't seen any any anything specific. But what do you think? Do you think that's like a, a strategy on Sony to release their exclusive titles on PC? Well, I mean, they're releasing it on a Windows platform, right? So, I mean, it's like, why would they? Why would they go that route unless it's for profit or, you know, maybe there's not enough people really. I mean, no, because people are more into gaming right now during this COVID thing than and than before. So maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, I mean, it could. But, you know, I don't know. It it, it, be, it seems weird to like say, OK, here's release these on Windows. You know, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Danny? Yeah, I, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand the strategy on that one. I haven't really read up on it but yeah i don't why they would do it that way yeah i i don't think there's Not really sure. yeah there hasn't been anything official that i've seen where sony says hey this is what we're doing with our exclusive titles um i, I guess it's just more where the only thing that i can think of that makes sense is that console gamers are console gamers and pc gamers are pc gamers and, and more than likely you're not really going to have a cross between the two sometimes you will right but you're not going to lose one to the other essentially not right like if you're like if you're a console gamer you're going to stick to that and if you're a pc yeah. gamer you're going to stick to that so i think sony is saying well you know we're not going to lose any of our any of our console base by putting these games on pc so we might as well do both so we can also get some pc gamers that we're currently not getting because yeah. so, now you, so now you have you can have console gamers who now expand to pc but are in both realms so, exactly yeah. right and there's no risk so of markets now right so and there's no risk of that pc gamer leaving the console altogether right it's like you're still going to play console if that's what you're currently into right and that's so, probably more of it right there that, that that's probably more of the fear because you're not going to lose console gamers that's not, exactly that's not going to happen but mm -hmm. you may have pc gamers that are like you know what i'll you know a lot of these games i can just play in a console right and i guess yeah you have your people that are in the middle i mean your extreme pc gamers they're never leaving your extreme console gamers they're never leaving no, but of course you have that that market in the middle that can kind of go back and forth exactly I do, um, like i i you know I, I do both right i, I play on right. console and i play on pc as well so there's definitely that but um because yep. in the in the world of console that makes sense right so like if, if sony makes a, a an exclusive title they're not going to release it on say xbox because they want to keep people on their console right. but when it comes to pc that's totally different ball game they're not going to no one's going to leave to just mm -hmm. be oh, i'm only pc going forward i'm sure right. that i'm sure that can happen but as a whole it's not going to be a problem so that's my only thing and uh, it, i'm excited though because they have a lot of cool games um, so I'm hoping they even do the same thing with like their their Spider-Man games because that would be awesome to play the last Spider-Man that was available for PS4 uh, on PC. That would because that game looks incredible. It looks so nice, um, and even just playing uh, Death Stranding uh, this past week, uh, I've never played it on PlayStation because I don't have a, a PS4. But I was watching some YouTube videos where they showed a lot of side by side between the PS4 Pro and the graphics on a PC. And it just looks so much better on PC, which, which again, it always does. But it's just, it's a real testament to, to where you can take a game that's already visually sh uh, striking and make it look even better because you put it on PC. It's, it's really, really cool. So I'm hoping they, they they continue that. So we have these two games now, Death Stranding, Horizon Zero Dawn comes out in a few weeks. Um, hopefully they do more. Like I said, Spider-Man would be awesome. Um, even the, what's the other one that they use? It's kind of like uh, the other game they have that's kind of like Tomb Raider. Uncharted, is that what it's called? 
I think so. Yeah, I think it's Uncharted. That's another one of their PlayStation exclusives that um, I've never played because I just I haven't had a PlayStation since PS One. Um, but it looks like a, a super fun game that's exclusive there. So yeah, I mean, I think that logic that that logic makes sense. That you know they want to at least spread the love and give the PC gamers you know, and I mean, and it helps them in the long run too, right? Revenue wise. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're just you're just getting more more uh, copies of these games being sold. Uh, yeah. Because now you're kind of expanding the, the 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 audience pool that can actually play it, without losing your core uh, player base, which is why you keep stuff exclusive in the first place. Because um, I mean, you see you see Microsoft does it now, right? Like they they release their exclusives on PC, like your Halos, your Gears of War, like all of these games that are their own games. They also yeah. release on PC, and I think that's kind of that same strategy. So you think it's kind of like a double dipping though, too, that they get two actual revenue yeah yeah i mean i guarantee there's tons of people that already owned this game on ps4 when it released uh i think it was i think this game's been out for a couple of years now so it's not anything brand new Uh, i actually no, i think it might have been a 2019 game now that i think about it the original death stranding when it was released Mm -hmm. um you know those people have already probably played it and bought it maybe now they want to replay it on a pc and they'll go ahead and buy it again because it's that good of a game so yeah for sure double dipping all day Um, did you watch the uh, Ubisoft event? It is Ubisoft, not Ubisoft. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Ubisoft? I, I heard Ubisoft them say it better. themselves. They said Ubi. So well, it's Ubisoft. On the, morning donut, on the morning donut, we're saying Ubi. Well, I'm not. I'm saying it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Come any on, of the event last week? <laughs> I, I, I caught the end of it. I caught the end of it. I only got to see the uh, Far Car trailer, which looks pretty good. Yeah, that's not coming out till 2021, but <laughs> yeah, man, that, I saw uh, that. it looks uh, very, I mean, obviously that was more of a cutscene kind of thing, but it looks mm-hmm. very cinematic. The storyline looks awesome. You got my boy uh, Gustavo Fring in there from Breaking Bad. Yeah, um, had, had me wanting some chicken. Yeah, <laughs> some, pollo, <laughs> some Pollo Hermanos chicken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. Danny, did you get a chance to see any of that? No, but I did, I did watch the trailer and I did. Oh, um, man, it looks crazy. And like you, yeah, I was excited about um, Gus being part of it yeah well, yeah this character yeah like so yeah, they that also other sh- game uh the Which other one? game hyperspace looked pretty good i saw the oh yes yes i did see that one as well too for that one mm-hmm. that one um, looked pretty good as well the other one that caught my my attention too the hyperspace one definitely looks cool uh the new watchdogs legion seems kind of fun um it's just uh it's it's again it's more of a you're like a political hacker kind of thing right and you're like an activist hacker hacktivist I guess you can say, mm-hmm. and it's cool how you can uh, ro- roam around the streets of London and uh, recruit normal people to your cause. And uh, it, they showed a lot of actual gameplay. It looks uh, very in depth, um, and yeah. So this has been. I think this is going to be the third iteration of the game because you had Watch Dogs one and two, and I'm pretty sure this is the third one. I don't know if they've had anything else after Watch Dogs two. But um, it's a it's it's an open world game. It's very strategic. It's all strategy based. Uh, you can choose to kind of infiltrate something either stealthily or you can try to go in guns blazing kind of thing. So you can kind of choose how you want to do it. Um, it seems kind of uh, like really in depth in terms of the different characters you can use. And I, I'm definitely excited to play that. I'm not really into I'm not really big into uh, open world games because I feel like I can never finish them and then it just gives me anxiety. So oh, yeah, the, sometimes all yeah. those 
World of Warcraft, all those games are just, you just I think I would lose my mind. Sometimes you just get like too many side missions and you're just like, oh man, I, now I feel like I have to do everything and then I kind of lose my mind. Yeah. So it's a, it's a little much. Far Cry is, is like that too, but Far Cry is, 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 is a lot of fun. Um, and then they showed a lot of gameplay from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, which is, the, you know, again, the next iteration of Assassin's Creed. Again, visually, it looks amazing. It looks so good. All, the Assassin's Creed games always do. They always look so good. Um, and this one takes you into the uh, world of the Vikings. Um, seems like it's a, a pretty interesting story as well. Again, very in-depth, uh, more open world, similar to, to Legion. That's kind of the way the Assassin's Creed games are. Um, but excited for that one as well. And of course, like we said, Far Cry is not coming out until February 21st of 20. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Did they say February? It's coming out early 2021. Yeah. So, yeah, excited you, for that one for you sure. Said- you said you've played some of the Far Cry games, right? Yeah, so I played Far Cry Five. That, is that a story that like continues, or is it a, a new story every game? It's a new story every game for the most part. Um, so like the last two were kind of connected. So you had Far Cry Five, which was a specific story, and then you had Far Cry New Dawn, which was in the same storyline but way in the future after the events of Far Cry Five. So there, mm-hmm. sometimes they kind of connect. Uh, this one seems to be completely different. It could be in the same universe. Because the uh, Far Cry Six looks like it's about like political uh, civil unrest kind of thing, right? And I'm not sure what country yeah. it's taking place—some kind of Spanish-speaking country. But uh, I don't know if it, it's going to be in the same realm. But yeah, it's a totally different story. Okay, cool. So excited for that. We'll see how we'll see how that goes when uh, when those games come out. Uh, all right, man. So let's get into this new guard. I'm um, new guard. New old guard. <laughs> <laughs> The new old guard. The, the new, new old, old guard. Yeah. The new movie, The Old Guard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's the rain. It's messing with my brain. <laughs> so anyway, a uh, new movie came out on Netflix. Uh, our girl, Charlie. Is it Charlize Theron or Theron? Another, another Theron. Dis- is it Theron? Yeah. I've I'm always gonna, heard Theron, yeah. I'm going to go Theron because it sounds cooler. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so this movie was uh, directed by Gina Prince Bythewood. So she's actually done some other <clears throat> movies in the past as well. She's done uh, Love and Basketball. She did The Secret Life of Bees, and she's done a bunch of TV shows as well. She directed some episodes of Cloak and Dagger. Um, she's also done some episodes of Everybody Hates Chris, Girlfriends, Bernie Mac Show. So she's done some TV stuff as well. Um, and with Cloak and Dagger, uh, obviously doing some stuff that's uh, comic related as well. So Old Guard, based off of a comic book series, a really new one too, which I found really interesting. The Old Guard was, uh, the comic book was released in 2017 from, uh, I believe it's Imagine Comics is what is what the publication's called. So that's a pretty quick turnaround, right? For From from page to, to film in oh, yeah. two, you know, two yeah. and a half well, years, three years. Yeah, well, the guy that wrote it, Greg Rucka, he's a he's a pretty popular writer in the yes. uh, comic comic world. So I mean, mm-hmm. why why not? You know, to me, why not? I mean, he's done a lot of good things with mainly all the DC characters. Yep. So, and Greg also uh, Greg Rucka, who is the creator of the actual um, graphic novel series, also wrote the screenplay. So it's kind of cool to see yeah. the actual creator writing the, the the screenplay also. So that's that's you typically don't see that, and that's pretty awesome exactly yeah yeah so we're gonna uh, don't worry guys we're gonna we're gonna get into uh, non-spoilers and then in the in the timestamps in the show notes uh, we'll get into spoilers as well so you can feel free to skip ahead if you haven't seen this movie yet and you don't want to be spoiled um but just a quick uh 
overview of what the movie's about. Uh, it's about a covert team of, Im- of immortal mercenaries, I guess you can call them. And they've always been kind of like in the shadows for like centuries. They're all very, very old. Um, and they suddenly get exposed and they're trying to keep their identity secret. And they also uncover a new member of their uh, of their little squad. Uh, but that's pretty much what the movie's about in a nutshell. Pretty cool. I, 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 I what, what did you guys think? Um, I thought it was good. I, I like I'm I like female badass movies like this. You know, my top all time one is of course Mila Jovovich from the Resident Evil movies. But I think Charlize did a pretty dope ass job in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would yeah, agree. She's, she's, she's really good at action. action. Yeah, right. You see yeah. things like this. You see movies like uh, Atomic Blonde. And I see stuff like that mm-hmm. with, with, with Charlize Theron in them. And it just makes me think that she would have played a better Black Widow. Um, you yes. know, I, I was thinking about that. Yeah, I, I think that she would have. Like, Not only would she can she handle and do all the action stuff really well. But I think just as an actor in general, she she's not not that Scarlett Johansson isn't a good actor. She is. But I just think that Charlize Theron would have done a better job in a role like Black Widow. Yeah, I'm really surprised she wasn't involved in the Marvel Universe. That would have been great. Yeah. Well, for all we know, maybe she was approached and said, no, I I, I don't know. But, you know, that's that's kind of my first. Thought. I was like, man, she would have been great as Black Widow. Yeah. You know, when you had mentioned that to me a couple. A couple of weeks ago, I thought about it to him, like, you know, I, and me, you know, having a lot of love for Scarlet, you know, side note. But um, <laughs> I, th- I thought about it more. And yeah, like I could see her really playing that part. And, you know, and who knows, maybe with the multiverse coming out in Marvel, maybe we will see another Black Widow. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's Charlie Theron. <laughs> Call it up right now. <laughs> Offer her the role. <laughs> <laughs> I really would have liked this this movie to be um, um more of a series, right? I mean, oh man, I agree. I when I was yeah, watching I it, felt like yeah, there's so much you can tell with this. There's so much to the storyline. It just like, just to put it into a movie. It just, I mean, I would have multiple seasons, multiple episodes. I mean, that would have been that would have been great. Man, I had the exact same thought when the movie finished. You know, me, me and Brittany were watching it, and I was like, "Man, this would have been. This was great. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I feel like it would have been awesome as as a series, like a even a eight eight to ten episode series." Which is not hard to do when you have, uh, you know, source material that's coming from a graphic novel series. You have a lot of storyline to tell Um, because there is, I think, some of the best parts of the movie, in my opinion, were when they were kind of showing a lot of the characters uh, history. Right. They showed little snippets of, you know, like these guys have been they've been around forever, like literally hundreds and hundreds of years. And, you know, sometimes they'll just kind of talk about how, like, oh, yeah, we met in the Crusades. And, you know, it's, it's, it was hinted that Charlize Theron, they don't talk about how old she is, but that, you know, she even predates, like, Jesus and, you know, all this stuff. And it's kind of crazy because she mentions how, like, she was once uh, praised as a god and all these other stories and things like that. So, um, so no one yeah, really lot, knows how old she is. Things, you can kind of get the feel for how long she's been around. Right. And I would love to see more of that because it's literally just little flashback scenes. And I would have wanted to because that those parts were really cool. They're really interesting. And to your point, I think they could they could make a whole series where they go into more detail uh, in their history or what they've been through and stuff like that. Exactly. No, I, I agree. And so I'm, I'm really surprised it wasn't a mini series. I mean, not a mini series, but an actual series. Mm-hmm. Well, not to give away too much, you know. I know we're going to talk about spoilers, but I mean, there is obviously going to be a sequel, and I, you know, maybe maybe they'll give us a series of like some of the characters like a, some prequels or something like that and yeah. I, I don't i don't i don't i haven't read the graphic novel which i do want to read so 
and I haven't done any research on on what it what it has. So I wonder if, how much more of the story is in, in the actual graphic novel. Yeah, and again, this this storyline is so new. Talking about the graphic novel, the last the the last uh, I guess series or the last part of the graphic novel just released a few days ago. So like even before the movie, like the the last part of the graphic novel wasn't even out when the movie released last week. So mm. just the, it's like such a new story uh, and it, how, how quickly it was adapted, I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I really liked the uh, the action. It wasn't too heavy on the action. I felt like the fight choreogra- uh, choreography was really good. Um, camera work wasn't really the best, but you know, it, it, you still got a good view of what they were doing I, I really did kind of you know overall like the way they do it i'll tell you one thing i really didn't like was the music i don't know how you guys feel about scores in in movies but for me they didn't actually it didn't seem like they actually made any music for the movie because they were right. they no. were using like real lyrics. songs there yeah there was a lot of singing it wasn't set yeah up. i'm yeah. like but no I, I, so that part <laughs> kind of took me out where like there was a couple action scenes where they're using like an actual song as opposed to a dramatic score and right. so that I didn't like. I felt like I don't know if that's a budgeting thing, like maybe they didn't have enough money or it was just lazy. But uh I that's the only part of the movie that I really really didn't like cuz I didn't like the movie. Uh the movie, the music. What, what was the yeah, budget it, on it? Do you know? What was the what now? The budget? Oh, the budget? I am not sure. I'll, I'll see if I can try to find that right now while we're while we're still talking. Um but now let's um the Oh, good. I'll wait till you do the spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. So I was about to say, let's just go ahead and uh, move into some spoiler talk so we can go into more detail on, um, you know, some of the stuff that gives more of the plot line away and especially the ending that we talked about. So I'll give you all two seconds to get out of here if you don't want to hear uh, spoilers. Mm-hmm. All right. Scram. Time's up. <laughs> all right. Well, Danny, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say I felt like the villain seemed kind of i don't know i just didn't i don't want to say the, vil- the villain was com- like- uh, cartoonish i don't know it just felt very cartoonish just, i agree yeah he didn't it kind of like it didn't fit the the i guess the i guess the momentum of the movie he just seemed very like that little sinister cartoon cartoonish yeah and it also guy. it also didn't help that it's freaking dudley from harry potter is <laughs> is the main villain i'm just i can't I'm like i can't take this guy serious like it's just and and to your point also, even if it was a different actor altogether, I still would because he was very, you know, like just this like Doctor Evil kind of villain. Right. I'm just like ah. I want them all. I want to collect them all. What? Exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. To, so to me, it was kind. Of, to me, it was kind of like the uh, the Zuckerberg of the pharmaceutical world. You know. Right. <laughs> so now we're getting into spoilers. The you know the the villain here, which again Dudley from from Harry Potter, uh, his whole goal <laughs> is he's trying to take these people's uh, immortality and profit from it. Right. He wants to make a drug out of it. He wants to uh, you know use it to prolong his own life and sell medication. So it's like a very typical evil mastermind kind of thing. Although he's not a mastermind, he's a total idiot. And uh, that's just kind of where, you know, where the where the story goes. And it's pretty much them versus this uh, pharmaceutical company that's trying to capture them. Well, if you think about it, I mean, the pharmacy. So it's kind of like a parody on the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. industry as well, because the name of his name, his last name was Merrick. Right. Right. Yeah. So it kind of makes so. you think of Mark, the pharmaceutical. company. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was like so, a little play on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so some other stuff that I found really interesting 
is so in the towards the end we 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 learn that they're being betrayed by one of their own right and uh that's the the character booker he ends up uh setting them up so that they can be captured by this pharmaceutical company and he has an interesting motive well i thought it was interesting whereas he obviously is immortal so he can't die and he's had a, a very hard uh, life because he's had to watch a lot of his own family die and he can't help them and his whole thoughts were that if they can figure out how to take their gifts they can also figure out how to take them away so that he can actually die if he wants to right so um i thought that was kind of an interesting twist on his motives for wanting to turn them in or wanting to help out the the, the enemy so to speak is so that he can figure out a way that he could like if you if they can figure out a way to help me die because he doesn't want to be alive anymore well yeah i mean you have to imagine though having to live years and years like that and not dying and watching people around you die has to be pretty hard on a person yeah because they even and, show the scene it, right where his son is dying from some kind of cancer and you know he can't do anything to help him yeah yeah i mean that's you know that's probably why we're not immortal you know as human beings but i, I think it kind of plays into it as well as and why um what's her name quinn comes and visit him at the end you know quinn being the character that's pretty much thrown into the ocean which is where she's constantly dying you know coming back alive dying and coming back alive i mean how many years was she down in the bottom of the ocean like oh that, you man know? That part was crazy. So just to recap on what happens there, right? So the Quinn is is uh, is Andy's or Charlize Theron's character. Is they're like best friends, right? I, I think they're actually lovers in 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 the in the original story. I'm not sure if they are here, but they get captured, right? And they try to you know they think they're witches and all this other stuff, and they figure out well we can't kill you, so they put Quinn in an Iron Maiden uh, capsule and just throw her in the ocean. And because she's immortal, she's essentially drowning, dying, and resurrecting over and over and over again for who knows how long. So that yeah. is brutal. <laughs> Man, that is brutal. Yeah, that's uh, that would that would be torture. Exactly you right. Know, pure torture. Man. And so, so it's. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Danny. No, go ahead. No, how is your done? No, I was just gonna say, like the way you talked about how this would be better as a series. Um, what I'm hoping is that, so, you know, at, again, at, at, we're in spoiler territory here. So at the very end of the movie, the, the last scene, uh, Quinn shows back up, uh, shows back up to confront Booker. Booker has been exiled from the team for a hundred years. So after they, <laughs> you, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after they, you know, they, you know, they discover, you know, yes, he's betrayed and everything's all done. They essentially forgive him, but he's still uh, on punishment so to speak right like he's grounded so he has to be alone for a hundred years uh which is just, just nuts that, that's brutal in itself too. yeah because now you, know? you have now you can't now you obviously you already don't have any like friends or family and now your team your other immortals you can't even be with them for a hundred years yeah and it's not like he can he can go start a new life because it's yeah. like what's what's the point because everybody just do it all over love again. Exactly. is gonna die yeah. exactly so he's so six months later at the end of the movie he's drinking himself right well not to death because he can't die but he's just he's stumbling into his apartment and the character of quinn is in there which and it's funny too because she's drinking a glass of water like you'd think she'd have enough water but <laughs> she's in there and she sips a glass of water <laughs> And this is setting up the, the the second volume of the story where that character, she has a different name in the comic. I forgot what her name is in the comic, but she is the main villain in that second volume. So 
back to Danny's point earlier about it potentially being a series, I would love for them to bring this back as a sequel, but in a series as opposed to a, another movie. And and that's possible. I mean, they, maybe uh, you are probably onto something. Maybe they introduce it as a movie. Yeah. Get a feel for it. And then kind of like a long. Yeah. And I think it's doing great because it's, it's in the top 10 of movies right yes. now on. Uh, it's, it's actually in the top 10 overall. Uh, on Netflix, but it's also, of course, in the top 10 for movies specifically. So people are definitely liking it. And as far as the budget goes, it was a $70 million uh, budget. So um, nothing super huge, but definitely not a small budget at all. I mean, 70 million is pretty big. Um, And I'm sure a lot of that is going to, of course, the the special effects, which are pretty good. Obviously, you got to pay for the actors, especially someone big like Charlize Theron. Um, speaking of the special effects, I really loved the healing, uh, special effects that they used. It seemed practical. Yeah. It seemed like it didn't seem like, a like kind of cartoony. It just, it just, it seemed, it wasn't like, you know, when Deadpool gets hurt, you know, he just kind of like grows a limb back. Like it wasn't anything like that. (laughs) And that's one thing I was trying, I was curious about. Okay. The one thing they haven't touched is, okay, what happens if they lose a limb or they die in an explosion? They're very vague on their powers, right? That was uh, something too that I noticed where they don't talk about how or why they're immortal, um, how they eventually lose their immortality because that seems also random and uh, what's the extent of it? So like if you cut off a hand, will you grow a new one? Or do you have to grab your severed hand and reattach it and then it heals itself? Like they don't really go into the details. And I think it's because the movie was trying to be more serious about it. So they're not gonna get into like super comic booky things like you would with yeah. like Deadpool or even Wolverine for that matter. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I'm hoping that they maybe explore that, and maybe they have in the in the graphic novel. I also haven't read it, so who, uh, I'm not sure. So do you think maybe if they do do a series, Charlie's is in the series, or is it just more like Quinn and Booker, like them trying to find the rest of the team, you know, mm. through a, maybe like an eight episode series, and then another movie, something yeah. like that. I mean, if. If it was up to me, I would want Charlize to be in there because I think she did a great job oh, yeah. with that character. Yeah, and and now, Char- you know, she's, you know, we didn't touch on this, but she, at the end, she f- realizes that she she has lost her immortality, right? So now she can be hurt yep. and she can die. And so now she's going to kind of, I'm assuming she's going to assume the role of what she always has been the lead, but now a, you know, not on the front lines kind of leader because now she can die, Right. Yeah. And by the way, one of my favorite action scenes is when they were going through the the medical facility that they're trapped in and they all know that she lost her immortality. So they're using themselves as like human shields to protect her. Mm-hmm. And that was a very cool sequence where they'll just kind of like grab her, let themselves get shot because obviously the rest of the team can still heal themselves. Um, so that was kind of cool. And, uh, you know, it'd be nice to see if they maybe explore something where she gets her powers back or her her uh, her abilities back. Uh, later on but as of right now she's a normal mortal person so was it just me though at the end of the movie you're, you're just waiting and hoping for merrick to just get his <laughs> oh man and he does <laughs> damn dudley <laughs> so he comes to his his end comes it's, it's very satisfying you get thrown out the window and all yes, that and he hits very to a car and, so that was cool but yeah i, I agree because he was always at, towards the end he was hiding right hiding in his penthouse and yeah you know, like a little just, weasel you know he really was he's terrible he's the, one of the probably the worst villain ever he's terrible <laughs> um what did you guys think of the the new recruit i thought it was kind of cool the way they uh don't also explain how the new person 
becomes immortal with them. They essentially dream of them, right? And then that's how they know that there's a new one. And then they continue to dream about each other until they all come together physically. So that was also pretty interesting too. But I like how we as the audience kind of learn about the team through the new person's eyes because she has no idea what the hell's going on just kind of how like we don't and it's uh it's a nice way to explain it without being talked down to from the from the filmmakers so i kind of like that part yeah I, I think that was pretty good i you know and it probably draws back more on the story of like how like who was the actual first immortal mm-hmm. you know right like how did that all start and is you know how did how are they all interconnected you know, obviously they find each other by dreaming of each other and having to find each other physically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, and there's a lot of backstory, and you know, I'm gonna try to pick up the uh, graphic novel and read it, and hopefully, exactly, yeah, I'm do a little more research to find about it. that. Yeah, because it's like you know, it's just this, this, uh, you know, the you know the new character that's now immortal. <laughs> it's just you just kind of know, right? Like she gets her throat gets sliced, and her name is Nile in in the film. Her throat gets sliced, and then she heals. Like she was literally dead. And then she just, her throat healed itself. And then even everyone around her was looking at her like she was a freak, right? So the other side of it where it's like, oh, I'm cool. I have, I'm, Im- I'm immortal. But no, everyone's looking at you like you're strange, which I think is probably pretty real. If I met someone that I saw them get their throat sliced and then they're okay, I would be like, hold on. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, you know, not to get into the whole debate about it. Like, what if something, if there are people like that, you know, I mean, obviously, that's what would happen you know they become 100 science projects exactly know? right yeah i mean that's that's not very far from reality where you can you can see if you if you in real life found someone that had some kind of special ability like that they would probably be heavily studied in probably a not ethical way so yeah totally but yeah overall what's the rating pretty good do you guys like it um yeah. i don't know can, can we use thumb two thumbs up or is that copyrighted <laughs> i don't think so I don't off, think, of five, um, off of five stars how many yeah, I'll give it a five star. Uh, I would, yeah, I wouldn't go that high. I'll give it a four, I, just because I hated I, the music. I, I think shy of four. Yeah. You know, three, uh, more yeah, than three and a half. Maybe, maybe five, like okay. three point eight. Almost a four. <laughs> yeah, three point eight. Almost a four. I'm gonna copy 3.8. Danny. I'm gonna go three point eight as well because again, the movie was great overall. I, I enjoyed it a ton. I just I really hated that music, and there was just a lot of stuff that I I wish they had done better, like the 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 cinematography of it, like the the camera work in the action scenes weren't as good as the action scenes themselves so it kind of take took you away from it um and of course i I wanted to explore more of their backstory like i said i thought that that's one part that was missing it was kind of like a tease where like hey this is some really good stuff and it kind of made me think of the opening to to uh, wolverine's origin movie which is a terrible movie but that very beginning part is great where it shows him and Sabretooth through all those wars over the years that was mm-hmm. an awesome sequence where it kind of shows everything that they've done and you know even more of that where it showed you what they've been through and all the wars they've been a part of and things like that yeah. um but overall <clears throat> i had a great i had a great time seeing it it was it was good times well i'm gonna give i give it five stars because i like female movies like this you know i like to see females in these roles and being the badass and you know doing things like this definitely um women-led roles like this is uh, is super awesome to watch and um and, and it's really good i mean it's just the the actions were great and like i mm-hmm. said Charlize theron in the mcu i would welcome that all day that'd be really awesome well hopefully we get her as a you know black widow in one of the multiverses <laughs> you know marvel if you're listening anybody from marvel listening <laughs> yeah no shit right yeah, that'd be cool i don't think they're listening but if they are that'd be cool <laughs> 
<laughs> we could just tag Greg in one of our posts. That's yeah, all. there we go. You know, hopefully, keep hopefully he'll <laughs> give it a look. Listen. Yep. Um, and speaking of ratings, uh, you're looking at like the IMDb page. This was it's rated a 6.7 out of 10. So pretty close to uh danny danny and mine's 3.8 out of 5 (laughs) so oh yeah it is wow um what about rotten tomatoes i haven't checked rotten tomatoes yet i don't even know if it's got a if it's got a rating there yet let's check it out right now tomatoes if i knew how to spell that'd be great let's see rotten tomatoes is currently 81 percent fresh so that's not bad oh my ad blockers give me problems here so that's a pretty good rating i would say 81 percent on the tomato meter on 203 uh ratings too so actually a, a good amount of ratings on the movie um oh, yeah. so pretty good yeah i mean like i said i i would say the majority of people definitely um definitely enjoyed this and i i'm definitely one of them i'm looking forward to seeing some more in this franchise if they continue with it yeah i mean the way it, the way that it debuted and the way it's rating right now on netflix i mean netflix would you know obviously you know they gotta do a sequel or you know hopefully yeah. a series of some kind yeah i would definitely welcome a series that'd be so awesome but yeah so um that's it for for old guard um have you guys been watching anything new um no because you know i'm still on the whole youtube jumping the price on me and not being able to switch but i, I do have some <laughs> news about that what uh, is it? sling sling is guaranteeing their price for a whole year so I know it's not much of a price war because you know Google's not gonna back backtrack on their price. Sure. But oh, anybody okay, that yeah. wants, to, yeah. anybody that's on Sling or wants to get on Sling for some cheaper internet TV, they're they're guaranteeing their price for a year. So <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Danny? Are you watching anything currently? Any shows? Any movies besides uh, obviously the Old Guard? Uh, no, nothing new. I mean, just some random TV, you know, random stuff on Netflix, and but nothing that I'm really binge watching or. Um, there's a lot of shows I'm waiting for to start, um, but i would say um what's no, on the what's on the horizon for you what are you waiting for oh narcos um, okay cool yeah um stranger things all the all the i love stranger things i can't wait yeah. for, for that to come back um, um better call Saul, but that's and i'm i'm curious as to how all these shows these other these these fall shows that are supposed to start are going to start because they haven't been, i don't think they've been filming or how they're producing them i mean sure yeah that's going to be interesting for sure uh, i still have to finish uh harley quinn i've been trying to Trying to catch so up good. on it during my lunch breaks at work. So good. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I still highly recommending uh, the Harley Quinn animated series to everyone. It's so great. Um, I did finish it a couple weeks ago, so now it's just waiting on season three for that. Um, but yeah, man, it's been it's been awesome. Uh, one thing that I've been seeing is uh, last night I actually watched Greyhound, which is the uh, Tom Hanks movie on Apple TV mm-hmm. Plus. Uh, pretty that? good movie. It was good. It was at a, really. It's all about you know the event of of this ship being attacked by a submarine and it's pretty short it's only like an hour and a half it felt almost like an episode of a, of a tv show but okay. pretty good there and we've also been watching warrior nun on netflix which is another series um kind of uh supernatural kind of thing but it's been pretty good so i highly recommend that as well cool yep but that's gonna be it for this week guys uh we are at the end of the road uh, again, as always, uh, please reach out to us on social media. Uh, leave us your comments, your feedback, your remarks, all that good stuff. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And again, for us, that goes a long way. and We really appreciate the feedback. Um, but yeah, um, I'm not sure what we're going to be covering next week. Maybe a review on Peacock, which is a brand new streaming service. Another one. 
perfect on another one yeah. another one <laughs> so we got Great. another one of those uh and yeah well uh, obviously we're gonna have the comic-con stuff because that's uh coming out later on this week so we'll definitely have some coverage on that so tune in next week to see what the announcements were at the virtual comic-con our first ever going to comic-con yeah. that's gonna be Are you guys fun. gonna dress up gonna yeah cosplay? I'm, totally, I'm totally gonna cosplay <laughs> it's gonna be fun <laughs> but that wraps it for this guy uh, this week, everyone. And uh, come back next week and check us out. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening, human.